You are listening to the Movie Cheer Podcast. The best place for movie topics and blockbuster discussions. Welcome to Movie Cheer Town. Welcome to the Movie Cheer Podcast. I am your host, AP, aka Mr. Movie Cheer. And on today's episode, it is a St. Patrick's Day movie special show. That is right, uh, in celebration of St. Patrick's Day that take that took place this past week on Thursday the 17th, uh, I thought it would be fun to do uh, a special episode uh, celebrating St. Patrick's Day in the world of movies. So on today's show, I am going to be discussing uh, four different movies featuring Irish actors. Um, so it's going to be a, a fun episode uh, to celebrate. I'm not Irish, as, as you can tell, I don't have an Irish accent. But look, every, everyone's got a bit of Irish in them, haven't they? In the in the family, they got a bit of Irish in them, and you can't. There's tons, absolutely tons of uh, great Irish actors out there, Irish performers. And I thought let's let's celebrate St. Patrick's Day, St. Paddy's Day today on the Movie Cheer podcast and do a Paddy's Day movie special. So that is going to be today's headline topic on the Movie Cheer podcast. And uh, before we get to the headline topic, though, we start off every show with a segment of the show called Not So Worthy Blockbuster Housekeeping. This is a part of the show where we really just discuss what's going on with the uh, the YouTube channel, the Movie Cheer Pod YouTube channel, uh, the community as a whole, uh, the, the website. And it's just a general easing in chit-chat before we get into that meaty headline topic of Paddy's Day. Hello, Paddy's Day. There we go. <laughs> There's going to be sons of Irish accents on today's show, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, if you are a offended by my Irish accent, I do apologise in advance. But anyway, yeah, it's going to be a fun show, but let's get to the not-so-worthy blockbuster housekeeping for today's show, ladies and gents. So, what's been going on with the channel this past week? Uh, Thursday's video this past week, the latest video, uh, new videos come out on the channel every Thursday. If you are new to the channel, uh, please do drop a subscription. Dr- you know, uh, drop a subscription, that makes no sense. Subscribe to the channel. That's what I mean to say if you're watching this on YouTube. We, uh, tons of different people uh, visit the channel but don't subscribe. So I really would appreciate uh, you joining this community here, the Movie Cheer Town community. We've got a great community. So click subscribe, get involved with the community, come and join Movie Cheer Town. Uh, But latest video this past week was me discussing some of the movies in my collection that I've been watching recently. The movie collection right behind me, if you're watching the video version of this. uh, I had a few different movies that I've been watching over the past few weeks. And they were were movies related to uh, certain videos I was making and stuff like that. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do a video where I just discuss... All of these, because maybe some people don't watch the podcast or they don't watch certain videos. I thought, you know, let's just let's just do this video. It's a bit relaxing video. Discuss what I've been enjoying, why I've enjoyed these movies, and it was a really fun video to do and just to just go through the movies again. Just kind of just like I, I always say this is this is like my therapy. You know, put me on this mic talking about movies. It's just for me. Thing I love about this the most is just that it's like just unloading my thoughts on a topic I really enjoy movies and I love that. Um, so just going and doing that video and just discussing some of the movies that I'd watched recently, 
not bound by a certain topic was really cool to do and uh, I really enjoyed that so it was a really fun video and uh, I hope you enjoyed that video this past week and um, what has been latest latest blog post on moviechairpodcast.com uh, is the is a, a mini movie review on the movie Serenity. I will be discussing that movie later on in the show. Spoiler for later on in the show. Uh, the spin-off movie of the uh, hugely... Well, I say I think it has definitely over the years it's grown a, a bigger cult-like status. Uh, the Firefly TV show had a spin-off movie titled Serenity. So uh, that was about the... That was the blog post for this week. Um, but yeah, the regular posts now going on the website each and every week. There is a new blog post to the movie uh, to moviechairpodcast.com. Uh, it's just if you are looking for a bit more content from Movie Chair Town, check out the website because it's a you know it's a it's just more of the content you hit, see here, but just in a, a readable format and um, something you can read rather than a visual format. So. It's um, it's it's good. It's good fun. Uh, I got a runny nose today. I've got. I think everyone's at this moment in time got like cold. So, I, I do apologize. I'm gonna be wiping my nose. I, I don't want to be taking breaks or anything. I'm just gonna do. I've got the tissue prepared here, uh, just in case the uh, the nose starts dripping like a tap. Uh, what else? What else has been going on anyway in a uh, movie chair pod town? Uh, let's see. Next week. So this is. So I mentioned. Mention this every three months, the third month, the sixth month, the ninth, and the twelfth month of the year. Here on the Movie Chair Podcast, um, I try to do a pay per view month. This is me as a big fan of pro wrestling doing like these big pay per view shows. Uh, in the past, there's been quizzes, there's been the uh, the short film release last year, and a few different things really. But I've, I've been teasing for ages that I wanted to get someone else on. We had the awesome. Absolutely awesome 50th episode um, show last year. We had some awesome uh, co-hosts joining me on the show. And then special guest collaborators for that episode. All awesome collaborators. And I thought for this, for next week's show, I was kind of like, I wasn't too sure until even last week. It came to be like midweek. I thought I realized what I I think it would be a really cool show. Um, But I I was thinking, what what can... what can be the pay-per-view show for the third month of the year in 2022? What what could happen? So, there is now a plan. There is a plan. So, next week, next Saturday, to be exact, uh, there will be a live show. And there will be a live show with a special co-host. So, it won't just be me. So, you're probably all cheering, saying thank Thank God. Finally, we we get another voice on this podcast instead of just AP. Uh, yeah, on next week's show, I will be joined by Sean Quarterman from the uh, Movie Chair podcast uh, community. Sean, you'll see Sean in the comments. Awesome guy. And he's also got an awesome channel himself. You know, he's... he's um, He's got a really cool channel, Media Collector Madness. Uh, you would know him as on YouTube and Instagram. He, he's got an awesome channel uh, discussing physical media, movies... Really worth, I mean, just in advance, if you've not checked out Sean's content before, check it out. Great uh, creator. And, you know, he's a good buddy of mine now, Sean, as well. Uh, you know, meeting him through doing YouTube, which is awesome. Uh, a person I'd never knew before YouTube. And, you know, become good friends with Sean. And next week, he featured on the 50th episode as well uh, with them, all of them other great collaborators. Um, but I thought... I. I was thinking of doing maybe a few people on the show, but I thought, you know, this is the first time I've ever done 
a live show with someone else. So for me, it's going to be a bit nerve-wracking. Um, so I thought, let's for this first one, for this first pay-per-view show, let's get one person on. And I, I've been, me and Sean have been discussing for a while doing a video together. And I thought this is a great opportunity to get Sean on the show uh, and do a live show. So next week, the idea is I come up with this idea called <laughs> very, very unoriginal name idea, but it's called Clash of the Movie Sequels. Clash of the Movie Sequels, right? I don't even think I've told Sean the title yet, so if he's watching this now, he'll know the title. Um, so next week, that'll be the pay-per-view show. Movie Chair Podcast presents Clash of the Movie Sequels. It'll be like a, a kind of like a, a normal podcast episode, but the headline topic will be an eliminator tournament. Uh, the, we've we've picked out eight movie titles, all sequels to previous movies. And we are going to, on one episode, judge the best movie out of them eight. And we're going to have a knockout tournament. And it'll be one-on-one -on -one matches and one elimination. So it's single eliminations and they're out that movie. Uh, I'm working out all the sort of like the how it's going to work out in the brackets and stuff this week and it'll all be prepared for next Saturday uh, I hope anyway <laughs> but it's going to be fun um, if you watch the World Movie League episodes I do on the channel it's going to have a similar vibe I suppose to that but it's going to be quicker eliminations and quicker shorter matches and also it's going to be a different voice on the rather than just myself so it's going to be cool to uh, show the mic next week with Sean uh, I'm really looking forward to that and I can't wait to uh, I, I think of it I, I think of it like this in uh, in the world of wrestling uh, the owner of AEW All Elite Wrestling Tony Khan he has this thing called he calls it the Forbidden Door, where he opens the door to other wrestling promotions. And I think of it like this. Uh, next week on the Movie Chair podcast, uh, it's going to be the Movie Chair Town uh, Welcome Door. Oh, the, hang on, no, hang on. Well, I've, I've written down it. The Movie Chair Town Welcome Gate opens its doors for Clash of the Movie Sequels with Sean Quarterman, a.k.a. Media Collector Madness, for a pay-per-view special episode. So make sure you're there. It's going to start at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, GMT time, UK time. It's going to be a live episode, about an hour and a half to two hours around that mark of an episode. It's going to be an awesome show. I can't wait to do it. Make sure you're there, ladies and gents. Make sure you're there. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be next week's show. Uh, another quick announcement as well. I think I did say last week or the, the week previous that, that next week's show would be the last one for a short while where I was going to take a little break and uh, that's not that's incorrect uh, I am going to be taking a short break throughout the year oh, I've got the runny nose again and um, I'm going to be taking short breaks throughout this year just to just take little breaks from YouTube and just to so I can like re-energize myself and I mentioned this on a, on a, on a Patreon podcast recently but basically just going to do these throughout the year, little short breaks. So it won't be next week, the last show, and uh, it'll be the week after. So it'll be April 2nd will be the last Movie Cheer podcast show for two weeks. I'm going to take a two-week break then, and that'll be from doing the podcast and the Thursday videos. I'm just going to literally just go off social media for two weeks. I think it's good just to get away from social media for a while. Yeah, I think it always recharges me that. Uh, but do that for two weeks. I'm just looking forward to just putting my feet up and, and just watching a few movies, to be honest with you, for uh, a week or two, and that'll be awesome. But That'll be the last show for two weeks, April 2nd show. And that will also be another uh, special show as well. It will be 
a WrestleMania movie special show. Uh, I think I've done these now for the last, definitely last year, maybe the year before. I think last year definitely was the, probably was last year was the proper WrestleMania movie show. But it's going to be looking at movies with wrestlers included and stuff like that and a prediction show on the WrestleMania event. Uh, It's going to be fun as a wrestling fan and as a movie fan to celebrate movies and wrestling all in one show going to be great uh, but that's coming up next week also i have got a few i'm going to be featuring on a few live streams if you're watching this i'm recording this on the thursday this week uh, because on friday obviously you're watching this maybe on the saturday uh, on the friday i'm featuring on a live stream uh, and on the next the following week i'm going to be on a live stream i'm not going to discuss them now because obviously at this moment in time i've not featured on them live streams uh, but i will uh, do a summary of it all next week on the show and i'm sure it'll be all an awesome time but if you you know check out the social medias i'm sure i'll be posting all about them throughout the week and you'll be able to watch the replays or whatnot and but anyway yeah it's going to be a fun action-packed week next week for the pay-per-view show and the week after wrestlemania show that's what's been going on in movie cheer town that is a not so worthy blockbuster housekeeping over for today's show let's move on to the headline topic So the headline topic for today's show for the St. Patrick's Day movie special, we're going to be, I'm going to be looking at uh, Irish actors featuring in movies and I'm going to discuss the movies and also the performances of those actors as well. Um, Look, I'm going to mention a few, four movies here. Let's start off with my first choice today. First choice goes to X-Men First Class, released in 2011, and it features uh, a German-Irish actor um, by the name of Michael Fassbender. Uh, I always, I'm not always unsure whether I'm pronouncing his name, his name correct, but Michael Fassbender, or Fassbender, is it Facebender? I'm pretty sure it's Fassbender. He featured as Magneto, Eric Lenscher, in this movie, and look, this was, uh, first of all, a great movie, great new uh, version of the X-Men, we get this prequel movies telling the younger versions of these these characters we knew from the, the original X-Men live action movie trilogy, we're getting these new incarnations now, and look, I, I, I think, I watched this and I was just like, wow, this is a great movie, great superhero movie, I really like the original X-Men movies, but I did feel by the third one, I think even the second one. The second one I liked, and I think it's like the second X-Men movie, X-Men 2, it's one that's grown on me, but still, I think for me, it's not one that is like amazing in my book. I think the first one I I really enjoyed, but X-Men First Class is just a movie, uh, an X-Men movie I always gravitate towards, and one I always think, ah, this this has got it all. It's just got a, a great, great score, uh, great characters, great storytelling, great uh, character arcs as well. And I, I think you see this with uh, Michael Fassbender's character and his version of Magneto. You know, you see this young version of Magneto who just really just wants to to uh, destroy all the people who who basically killed his parents. And you know, he's coming to a collision with Kevin Bacon's character in this in this movie. But we see some really great scenes. I think it's like that scene were. He's like you see all these ex army officers, and he he just destroys them all. And it it's I just like his performance as well because you look Ian McKellen played Sir Ian McKellen played Magneto in the original trilogy, and I think his performance was superb. And he's just like you know this really 
like a really sinister guy, you know, he's just like really stoic, but like he just really de despises humans. And you kind of see Michael Fassbender's performance here and why he he just doesn't like humans. And, you know, we see the early days of him in the in the camps as a kid and then obviously growing up. And then you see him meeting Charles Xavier and then forming the X-Men. And you think it's, you see this slightly different version where he becomes this, lighter character this more protagonist type character but then you see you know near the end of the movie then he turns you know into this villainous more character you see the villainous role more of the Suri McKellen Magneto in him as well uh, but I think he's just a like a fantastic performer Michael Fassbender in this movie uh I think the it's got a great cast in all in all you know James McAvoy again he's he's superb as well got some really great characters uh jennifer lawrence i mean jennifer lawrence is in this movie as well it's a superb film i really enjoy it and i i hope we see more of him in the future of the mcu now because it it's come it be, it feels like now with this upcoming doctor strange multiverse of madness movie it feels like there could be a spot where they could take some of them prequel characters and put them in. And I, I think why recast? Like, they had... I, I think in that last X-Men movie, was it Dark Phoenix? And we see, like, the... the was it so Is it Sophie Turner? The, the one from Game of Thrones? And you see Michael Fassbender, you see James McAvoy. All these younger versions of the X-Men characters. I think that is the best lineup of actors uh, i think they they shouldn't have killed off jennifer lawrence i think that was a big mistake but they could easily just bring her back and just say it was a different part of the multiverse but i think that is it's just a superb cast and having fassbender and mcavoy and i i think you can still throw in a suri and mckellen and a patrick stewart in the the older incarnations as well you can i think now with the mcu you you, you can the audience understands it a bit more, this multiverse idea that you can just have multiple uh, people, multiple actors, actresses playing multiple versions of one character. It's not like something now we're kind of weirded out over. I think the majority of audiences kind of get it and they, they realise, oh, it's the same character, but it's different actors playing the character. And it would just be, I, I think a lot of people would be annoyed if they did another recasting of these roles when they have the perfect casting there already and uh, me included i would be i would be frustrated i would rather just see them now i think at this point i would just like to see them rebooted if anything don't do a whole remake and new new actors come in just reboot this one and just bring him in like it, it's obvious they're doing the same thing with daredevil now they're bringing him over from the netflix shows do the same with the X-Men characters with all the Fox properties. It feels like they're going to do that because Patrick Stewart is in the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness uh, trailer. So hopefully that is the case and we do see the incarnation of the great actor Michael Fassbender and all the other great casts from First Class and them other sequels. But yeah, that is my first choice. Let's move on to the second Irish actor for today's show. Now, this one really astonished me because I didn't realise this person was Irish. And I will also say here as well, you're probably going to be saying, 
why did you pick this movie with this actor? There was <laughs> there was tons of different other choices. I get it. I'm going to give my reasonings. I'll let me tell you the movie first of all. The movie is Mrs. Doubtfire. You're probably saying to yourself right now, who in this movie is Irish? And I, I, you know what? Perfectly good answer. I was saying the same thing to myself earlier on today. But I will tell you this. Pierce Brosnan is actually Irish. I did not know. I thought he was English. He is Irish. Um, Pierce Brosnan, new to me and uh, very surprised by that. But he features in the, the Robin Williams classic movie, Mrs. Doubtfire, as Stu, character called Stu, who basically is who is colluding, what what what's the right word I'm looking for? He, after the breakup of Robin Williams' his relationship with his wife, uh, Stu comes in and wisps uh, Mrs. Doubtfire's lady wife off her feet, and he is the love interest for Robin Williams' wife, in this story. Uh, I think he has some great interactions with uh, Robin Williams, and he's kind of like more, you know, he's a very sophisticated, like Bond-like character in this, but Robin Williams is just always taking the mickey out of him. And I think like, you know, point to point out a, like a particular scene would be the pool scene at the end where he's walking away and Robin Williams' character throws some fruit at his head and then he turns around and then Robin Williams just like says it was some pool some pool boy or someone someone just ran away one of the bar staff and another bit at the end of the, of the movie the big reveal when we all find out that Mrs. Doubtfire is is the dad it's the parent played by Robin Williams uh, he is choking on something and Robin Williams comes and does like like gets all the food out of his 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 gullet uh, and just go burr, burr, and I'm <laughs> I just imagine if anyone's watching if anyone's just listening to this as a podcast version it's just there me making weird noises basically it, so Robin Williams's character Mrs Doubtfire holds his stomach to try and get the food out of his stomach that's what I meant to say uh, I just made some weird noises but also again weird choice Mrs Doubtfire but Doing a bit of research into this, I know a lot of American Irish, there's a lot of American Irish in America, you know, um, people who had parents or grandparents who were Irish come over from Ireland, and I was looking and it said on, on I was looking on Wikipedia, and Robin Williams, his father was American Irish, uh, so there's obviously a lot of Irish, American Irish heritage there, uh, with Robin Williams as well, so I thought, you know, there's the bridging gap to why this is a St. Patrick's Day St. Patrick's Day movie, special movie, Mrs. Doubtfire. But yeah, Pierce Brosnan, I could have easily went for a James Bond movie, but in all honesty, I have not watched them movies for quite some time, the James Bond ones with Pierce Brosnan. I would have to refresh on my memory on them to really give a good take on them movies. Um, but yeah, Pierce Brosnan is the second choice of Irish actors. Let's move on to the third choice for today's show. And the third choice goes to... I, I've been discussing this movie for I think four weeks straight now, and this is this is the the most I have spoken about a movie continuously on a podcast on uh, podcast shows. But I think this is this is the record now. Let's see if this record can be continued or can be broken. But the Batman, I'm going to discuss the Batman. I'm not going to give any spoilers because I know still people haven't seen it, and I don't want to spoil stuff. But I will say Colin Farrell, another great act actor from Ireland played the penguin in this uh in this movie the new version of the penguin and basically 
we see a new, a very different version from Danny DeVito's uh, Penguin from Batman Returns. We see this second-hand man to Falcone in this, the gangster. And we see that, you know, Penguin in this, he's, you know, he's scarred face. We see Colin Farrell done up in all these prosthetic makeups and he just, he looks unrecognisable as as Penguin. He, it's really bizarre looking at him. You think, wow, that's... That does not look like him. I was reading a story online where it said he went out, once he first got the makeup on, he test-drived it and he went to like a, a coffee place and got a coffee and no one recognised him as Colin Farrell. As you wouldn't, because, you know, you look at it and it doesn't look like him at all. He's a handsome chap and then you look at the penguin who's not really the most flattering of gentlemen. Um, but he walked into some coffee place, got a coffee and he got a few stirs off people. People were stirring at him, but no one knew it was him, and I, I think that's it, but his performance as the Penguin was great, I, he wasn't the main villain of this movie, the Riddler was, was the main, the main movie villain, but he was definitely a good secondary character, a secondary villain who added a bit more to the mix, and I feel like it's going to be expanded more, his character in these upcoming, you know, they've announced now uh, for HBO Max, they're going to do this Penguin spin-off TV show, so that's going to be a really fun TV show to watch on HBO Max. HBO Max like TV shows are usually pretty decent. So I'm looking forward to watching that. I think it's going to be a movie-worthy TV show. And I feel like it's going to be an expanded role anyway. I think this role is going to be past the TV show. I think there's more to this role without giving any spoilers away. I really do feel like there's more to this character. Um, but... For me, in this movie, you know, the stand-up scene, it, you've seen it in the trailers, but the, the car chase, the car chase is phenomenal. He's, he, Batman is chasing the penguin down, and they're going on this, like, this highway, and it's just like absolute crazy, like crazy filming. I, I love the filming of this. It just looks so hectic. And uh, you see, he basically thinks Batman has crashed and burnt, and he's like, I got you, I got you. And then you see Batman just come through these flames, and the penguin's just like, oh no. And he just drives him off the road. But he is just, he's a great performer. I've seen, look, Colin Farrell, I could have easily went, there's a few great movies with him. I think Phone Booth is a good movie. Um, I think the, the first Fantastic Beast movie is great as well, where he plays. The um, the guy who goes on to be Grindelwald, basically. Some great movies with Colin Farrell over the years. I remember the, the Fright Night. Is it Fright Night remake a few years back? I remember watching that and thinking that was pretty decent as well. But uh, yeah, Colin Farrell as the Penguin in The Batman is my third choice of Irish actors. Now we go, now we go to the fourth and final choice of today's show. So we do. Uh, the fourth and final choice goes to the movie The Phantom Menace, and it goes to an Irish actor by the name of Liam Neeson. I, I will correct myself, a Northern Irish actor. He's from Northern Ireland, Liam Neeson. Uh, but he played in that movie Jedi Master Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, great movie, released in 1999. Uh, look, great memories of... I mean, this was so big as a kid. when I This came out when I was in my uh, younger years. Uh, I was a kid at the time. I remember like having like the, the pencil case at school, the Star Wars pencil case. I was just like obsessed with Star Wars. I loved the OG trilogy before that and when they, they announced they're doing the prequels, you know, 
everyone was mad about Star Wars. And no matter how you feel about that movie, uh, still, you know, I, I can watch it and I can get a lot of enjoyment. And I think I get a lot of enjoyment because you see Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jim. He, he really is the second coming of Alec Guinness of, of his Obi-Wan Kenobi. He is like the Obi-Wan Kenobi, Alec Guinness version of this movie, this Phantom Menace movie. He's just such a wise Jedi. He looks wise. He's The way he approaches, like when he speaks, he just, he sounds like, like a, a very, like a, a leader. He f- he just sounds like a leader. He sounds like he knows stuff. He f- feels like a a guy who knows a lot about the galaxy, and you feel like this guy is truly a Jedi Master, which I love. And uh, I used to always think he was called Qui Gon Jim, <laughs> not Qui Gon Jin, J I double I thought it was J I M. Um, <laughs> Qui Gon Jim McDonald. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe. But um, for basically, I I think it's a great performance. I think. When I think about his performance in this movie, I think I go for the the opening scenes of that, that film when him and Obi Wan are like going through them doors and they're using a the lightsaber to to uh, basically create lava to like you know get through these big steel doors and then he's taking on them droids. I love that scene. I think that's a really uh, great scene in the original movie in the uh, Phantom Menace movie, and I think then you go to the the final Jedi battle of uh, you know Duel of Fates, that battle with Darth Maul, Obi Wan Kenobi, Qui Gon Jinn, and um, where he he ends up meeting his death, you know, in the end, and it, it's just a watching it back, watching that lightsaber battle. I forgot how good that is. I I think you know great lightsaber battles. I think. Uh, the, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Darth Vader was epic. And it was a very slow battle, but I think just because it's the very first one, it was so iconic. But then I think, like, Force Awakens, was it really gave us a great lightsaber battle at the end with Rey and Kylo Ren. But then I look back to this and I think, wow. You know, each and every trilogy offered us a really superb lightsaber battle. And it was, you know, Darth Maul, Obi-Wan Kenobi... Uh, Ewan McGregor, Scott Atkins, and um, and Qui Gon Jinn, played by Liam Neeson, and I'd love to see. I know he's heavily rumored to be featuring in this upcoming Obi Wan TV show as maybe as a Force Ghost. I think you could easily do that. I think it would make sense to do that. I think a lot of people would pop for that. Everyone would love it. I would love it as a Star Wars fan. I would. I can't believe it. it's 1999 is the last time he played that role, and he's not played that role ever since. That is shocking, but maybe that now is the time that they bring him back into the fold and bring Qui-Gon Jinn back into the Star Wars world, the Star Wars universe, and we get to see a bit more Qui-Gon Jinn in Star Wars movies and TV shows. But yeah, they are my four choices for uh, Irish actors featured in, um, in, in movies. And I just want to say... Um, they are, they are all great movies and great Irish actors. And I, I've got to say as well, I've probably left out, I've left out a ton of great Irish actors um, off the top of the hat, off the top of my, my cap. Um, I'd say like, you know, Killian Murphy, I think he's really good in as Scarecrow. I think Liam Neeson in in Batman Begins as well is, is a great choice. Uh, who else have we got? We've got Richard Harris, uh, Gambon, I think he's he's Irish as well. There's tons, I, I, I mean, I'm not even going to name any more because there's tons um Tons of great Irish actors out there, Irish actors, actresses, whatever. Um, it's you know, 
tons of great Irish actors and actresses, and I think, you know, why not celebrate them? It's St. Patrick's Day. Have a Guinness if you drink Guinness, if you drink alcohol. Enjoy yourself, and let's move on with the rest of the show. So now we're on to the next segment of today's show, and this part of the show is Movies for the Weekend. This is the part of the show where I give you some movie recommendations for the weekend. And I'm going to con- continue the kind of Irish St. Patrick's Day, St. Paddy's Day thread of today's show. Uh, going to go with, first of all, a recommendation, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I know it's known as the Sorcerer's Stone in uh, many different places in the world. This stars, um, I, I imagine it's got quite a few Irish actors in this, but one notable one is Albus Dumbledore. Albus Dumbledore played by Richard Harris. Uh, he was Dumbledore for the first two movies, and then Michael Gambon uh, played him in the, the other ones, and obviously then you have Jude, is it Jude Law in the, in the prequels? Um, but yeah, great performance from... Um, from Richard Harris in this movie, great movie, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, one I always watch at least once a year, great, great movie, I love it. Um, Next, another one for this weekend, talked about him earlier on in today's show in the headline topic, Pierce Brosnan in a Bond one, I, I, I couldn't not mention a Bond movie, I know I said Mrs. Doubtfire, but... Uh, this is his first Bond movie. I, I think this is one well worth checking out. I'm going to check it out this weekend if I get a chance. GoldenEye, superb movie I remember back in the day. Yeah, I just really, this is going to be fresh eyes on it though because I've not watched it for a while. Uh, but I'm looking forward to giving this one a rewatch after not watching it for a while. Um, but anyway, yeah, they are the movies for the weekend for today's show. Uh, let's move on to Movie Variant Showdown. That's right, Movie Variant Showdown. It's a, a segment of the show that I introduced last week on the show, and it's a part of the show each and every week. I'm going to have a look at different uh, variants, versions of movie characters, movies, uh, different incarnations of characters, uh, different movie covers, and give you my opinion of which one, which one I think is the best. Uh, this week on the show is a recommendation from a member of the Movie Cheer Town community, and it comes from Mark. Uh, Mark, on last week's show in the comments, he gave me some great recommendations and um, to some other choices we could do on future uh, episodes of the Movie Chair Pod, and Mark recommended uh, Mark recommended doing RoboCop. Now I will say, I, I think he mentioned it doing like the movie. I'm gonna do today's show on the RoboCop suits of the new reboot RoboCop movie and the original. Uh, 90 was it 1987 RoboCop movie by Paul Verhoeven. I'm going to judge you the suit and give you my uh, which one I think is the best. So uh, I've got both of the I've got the pictures here. So I'm just going to get the pictures up so I can just really get in detail about them. So let's go. First of all, let's go for the original suit. Uh, first of all, you know we get this silver suit of RoboCop. Um, it is just like such a great suit. It looks big. You know he looks like. Domin- like domineering, you know, this guy he looks physically in this Robocop suit, he just looks like a guy you do not mess with, this big massive Robo man, man. and he's just, it looks awesome I love the visor, I love like just like that one black line for the vision there, and then you see like the gun pops out of his leg it's awesome, I love that original suit in Robocop I think it's great, 
Uh, I, I think, you know, the performance... I'm not going to get into the actual movie because, I'll be honest with you, for me, the first movie, the original, is is superb. It's a magnificent movie. I love it. love the original Robo, RoboCop movie. Uh, I've never seen the sequels. I've never seen any of the sequels. I think... I probably... I don't know whether I will ever get around to watching them. I Maybe I've seen little bits on TV, but I've never watched them fully. I've seen the reboot, and it just didn't appeal to me. And... I was so disappointed because, as you know, be it, I enjoy RoboCop and I thought, this is going to be great. But, uh, yeah, it just didn't live up to what I wanted it to be. It just wasn't a good movie for me. Compared, I think the, the original movie is just such an epic movie. It's epic. Um, but, yeah, the RoboCop suit, the original one, is, is fantastic. I think it just looks amazing. And I'm judging it just on the suit here. Now we go to the, the new version. The new version of this new one, uh, Joel Kinnaman played the role, and I believe the original suit does feature in this movie in like a training scene, and you see the original suit in like a or a, a sort of a version, a modded version of the original suit. But then we see this more like Batman come Iron Man suit. It's a black suit, and it's a very, you know very different helmet. It's like a single red. Uh, line like visor, but it goes up. It's kind of it reminds me a bit of the Power Rangers, the new Power Rangers reboot as well. Now, looking looking at this image here, but it looks like they were going. For, you know, at this point, it, like I think the Dark Knight had just come out of maybe a year or two before, maybe, and they were you know trying to maybe go for that appeal of like the black the the black of the Dark Knight and going for that style of suit. And uh, maybe like Iron Man was in there as well. A lot of like inspiration from Iron Man. For me, it just looks very... I think it looks cool, but at the same time, I think it looks very generic. I look at the original RoboCop suit, and I think it just looks iconic. It looks very individual. It looks like there's nothing much out, like, out there that looks like that RoboCop original suit. And I would have much preferred if they did... I hope If they do ever do a remake or a reboot again of RoboCop, I hope they go... And do it very similar to the original suit. I'd like it like a real physical suit that is just like just the exact same suit from the original. Maybe a few little mods on there, but I think just to get that visual, the same visual look as the original would be great because it looks ace. Uh, so for me on Movie Variant Showdown this week, uh, my choice, uh, my pick for the best suit, best Robocop suit, goes to the original suit. In the 1987 movie, I think it is a much better, much more iconic, more uh, stunning suit. And I think you, it just pops for me. It pops every time I look at it. I think that is just amazing. The new one is very, very generic, very sci-fi generic for me. Doesn't really appeal to me. Uh, maybe that's just because the movie didn't appeal to But yeah, movie variant showdown for this week. The OG Robocop suit wins uh thank you very much to mark in the community and um, really do appreciate the recommendation mark thank you very much buddy and uh, mark also is a great great recommendations for his movies he's recommended so many great movies over the past year or two to me and he really knows his stuff when it comes to movies so big ups to mark movie bud fist to you buddy appreciate it mate uh, let's move on anyway with the rest of the show. And now we move on to the Amazon Top 10. Uh, each and every week on the show, I look at the Amazon Top 10 for movie bestsellers 
in physical media sales for DVDs, Blu-rays, 4K releases. And let's have a look what is on the top 10 for this week on the Amazon top 10. Top 10. Right, at number 10, we have Clifford the Big Red Dog. I believe this is a new... Uh, a new addition to the top 10. I've not seen this movie. I don't know. I, I thought this movie was a, a Disney movie, but I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure it's not anyway. I'm going to have to look at this. And It looks like a fun movie. I'm looking forward to watching this. Uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog, number 10 DVD. Uh, at number 9, we have the Blu-ray release of No Time to Die, the James Bond movie. And number 8, we have the 4K of Spider-Man No Way Home. That is out now, I believe, on physical. At uh, number 7, it is the Blu-ray of Dune. At uh, number 6, it's the DVD version of Dune. At uh, number 5, it is the DVD of Spider-Man No Way Home. At uh, number 4, it is the West Side Story DVD. That was in last week. It's obviously uh, found its place in the top 10 now. Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, the DVD of that. At uh, number 3, it is the Blu-ray of Spider-Man No Way Home. You've got to start watching that. Sony released this past week as well. A 10-minute uh, first 10 minutes of the movie of Spider-Man No Way Home. If you've not watched it yet, check it out if you've not seen that movie, just to get a taste of that movie. That So the Spider-Man No Way Home Blu-ray is at number three. No Time to Die, the DVD release, is at number two. And still holding number one spot is Disney's Encanto at number one. Been holding that spot for a few weeks now. It'll be interesting to see how long that holds that spot and also to see which movie dethrones it. My prediction would be Spider-Man No Way Home. I think by the end of next week or the week after, I think Spider-Man No Way Home will be holding the top spot in the Amazon Top 10. That is my prediction. It's not a prediction. It's not... What's it? <laughs> it's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. Um, Paul Heyman. Um, there we go. Ref wrestling reference for today's show. Uh, let's see. Let's move on to the final segment of today's show anyway. So uh, next segment of the show is what's been on the screen. Uh, what's been on the screen? I discuss what is what I've been watching this week, what have I been playing, what have I been reading. Uh, this past week, the Ms. Marvel trailer TV show, the Disney Plus TV show, came out, the, the actual trailer. It's coming out later on this year, the actual TV show, but it was uh, a really uh, great trailer, a really fun trailer, very uh, energetic trailer as well. It had that song by The the Weeknd, Blinded by the Light, which I, I really enjoy that song, really cool song, and then it went into like a, an orchestral rendition of it as well. Uh, but it looked fun. It looked like a fun new show, a new character, which I like. I love seeing these new characters coming into the MCU. And, you know, it's a bit of a different story as well. You're getting a young kid. You know, it's like, a, I, I like these, you know, goes to these younger characters like like Peter Parker telling stories of kids who are in high school and they've got secret identities. I, I love that. I think it's a bit different than like your Iron Man and your Captain America's. It gives a a new flavor to the MCU. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. I think it was a really good trailer. And uh, I, I'm excited. It looks like some of the actual visual effects reminds me of of the uh, Green Lantern movie, where she has like a big fist in one scene. It reminds me of that where Green Lantern can, you know, create things with his mind, and he's like creating like uh, like big cars and stuff like that. I think it, it reminded me a lot of that that movie. Uh, but yeah, that's coming out later on the year on Disney Plus. Miss Marvel. Uh, the final trailer for Moon Knight has come out this past week. Uh, I watched it. 
Um, I can't remember when it came out. Was it like either this week or the week before? I checked it out this week. Uh, it looked great. You know, it gives them more more of a look at the character and kind of a, an idea of what's going on. Uh, obviously, Oscar Isaac is going to be playing different uh, characters within the character. Is you know he's a guy with a split personality, so we're going to see different. Um, sorry, my nose is getting. <laughs> You're going to see different. Oscar Isaac playing different roles in that in that Moon Knight TV show, but it, it looks amazing. I, I really can't wait for it. It looks really. I love the. There's a bit where he's in. It looks like he's in like a in a in a in the toilets in the bathroom, and he's just like punching down into someone, and it, it just looks reminds me of the the new Batman movie where Batman is just laying down into someone. He's just like smashing the face, and it's just it looks terrifying. And the suit looks. You look at it, and it looks like like a really terrifying suit but it looks it looks so cool um and we've also seen new versions of the suit as well there's like a mr knight suit in it so where he's got like a a slightly different mask a more sleek design mask and he's wearing a suit so obviously the the actual character of moon knight is going to have its own different personalities as well which is really again i don't really know that much about this this comic book character so i'm going into it thinking i i'm i'm getting the feeling we're gonna get like a bit of a legion kind of TV show, I, I remember watching a bit of that show and it was very, very weird where he, he was like, had different personalities and that, feels like it's going to be a very similar vibe, but um, it, it looks really, it looks like it's going to be a good watch and I think that's coming out on March 30th on Disney Plus, so I'm really looking forward to seeing that, um, it'll be interesting to see where this character goes then, will he go to the movies or will we see more Moon Knight TV shows, uh, be interesting to see, I, I think at this point now, Having a Disney a Disney Plus show rather than a movie, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think they're both equally uh, great, you know, great prospects. So uh, that's what I've been uh, watching this past week. And also, uh, I want to touch upon it, mention it in the start of the show, mention it on the blog this past week. But Serenity, uh, this was again another recommendation by Mark in the community who gives the movie variant showdown. And uh, basically, he recommended Firefly a few months back, and I, I started watching it. I didn't watch it all. Uh, kind of just like lost track of it. I just I've watched a few episodes, and it's not that I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed it, but it's just I, I kind of you know you know you you get into a series and you start watching a few episodes. Uh, I've done this recently with that show called I think it was The Tourist. I think it was that uh, new one, the Aussie one, and I watched a few episodes, really enjoyed, but I just kind of like didn't watch it for a few days, and then I just lost track of it. I fell fell off the, you know, fell off it and just didn't watch any more. And same with Firefly, and I, I picked it up the other week, Serenity uh, DVD, at a local charity shop, and I thought, I'm, I don't know whether to watch Firefly, the TV show first, or to watch, you know, just give this movie a try, because it's a spin-off of the TV show, where it only lasted for one season. And I thought, you know what, I had it in the collection for about a month or so, and I thought, I'm just going to watch it. Watch it, and not worry too much about if it's going to spoil anything of the TV show, and I watched it, and then I realized in watching this, and then watching like the the bonus material, like the stuff, like the director's stuff, and all the commentaries and stuff, that this movie is meant to be kind of like its own thing, and it's also meant to be something that's like for newer fans as well. Also, adding something there for the fans of the TV show, it kind of works on both both sides of the coin, where you can you can get it as a new fan as an old fan as well. And I thought it was a really good you know, science fiction, space western, uh, I think if you like the stuff like The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, 
you're going to enjoy this this movie. And you you look at it, it's it's definitely like a low budget compared to like a Star Wars. But I got to be honest, the characters are really engaging, and I think like Nathan Fillion, he is he's really good. I'm surprised he's not done like big big movies. Him, he's just such a great actor, and in this role in this uh, as Mal, he, he's he's great as the space captain. But it's a really fun show, and uh, this movie Serenity is a is a really good sign off, obviously, to this show that I've only seen a few episodes in. But I kind of got the gist of what the show was from watching a few episodes and it's a it's a really good film and there's some um you know great plot within this movie and i think some really great scenes as well there's a bit at the end this big space battle and it's just an epic space battle at the end i don't want to kind of like go too deep into it i don't want to spoil it but it's epic if you watch it you'll know the scene i'm on about but well worth checking out Serenity uh, if you've never watched it before. And like I said, I don't think you need to watch Firefly to appreciate this. I think if you just enjoy science fiction, uh, like space westerns, you like Star Wars, you're going to like this movie. Serenity is a 2005 movie. Well worth checking out in 2022. But that is what I've been watching this week. And that is another show over and done with. Uh, uh, thank you very much for watching today's show. If you've been watching on YouTube, uh, please do give it a like and check out the rest of the movie-related content on the channel and do subscribe to the channel as well. If you've been listening to this via your audio app, uh, thank you for listening to this and uh, please do leave a review in the audio app. All the podcast reviews do help and I will read out all reviews on the channel. Uh, but let me know your thoughts on today's show. Who are your favourite Irish actors? What are you going to be doing for St. Patrick's Day? And which are your favourite? Maybe there's a, a particular movie that has an Irish setting or an Irish plot to it. What are some of your favourite favorite Irish actors and Irish movies? Let me know all your picks, ladies and gents. Thank you uh, very much for watching today's show. It's been a really, really fun show to do. And um, as I said, next week's show... Quick reminder again, it'll be the special Clash of the Movie sequels with uh, Sean uh, Media Collector Madness on that show. That's going to be a fun one next week at 2 o'clock, a live show, but feel free, you know, you can listen to it via the podcast or on a replay. You don't have to be there live, uh, but that's going to be a fun show next week. But yeah, thank you very much for watching today's show. I hope you've all had a nice uh, time watching this and I hope you're all enjoying St. Patrick's Day as well. Hope you're having a nice... Uh, day for St. Paddy's Day as well and enjoying the celebrations but remember remember to spread a bit of movie cheer on St. Paddy's Day and as always I will see you next time